welcome to the odd and offbeat podcast Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-estranged Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like the kind of strange you would email yeah. someone. E-strange. <laughs> That's a, we should get that, man. E-strange. I'm, I'm like a bizarre PDF is what I am. <laughs> Maybe it could be a dating app for people who are weird. That's An it, Odd yeah. and Offbeat dating app. We're going to make our Odd and Offbeat dating app E-strange. For the 27 people who listen, we will hook you up <laughs> with other listeners. Thus, we will reduce our numbers because you'll be listening together. So oh, have- no, man. That was, oh, there's our, our, our downfall of our app. <laughs> we'll hurt our actual podcast. Um, yeah. How are you doing, Louis? You are in Arizona, I believe. Yeah, I'm in Flagstaff, Arizona this week. It's pretty amazing. I had a great trip down from Salt Lake City. I went to the Warren Jeffstown. It was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. The uh, Mormon polygamist uh, prophet, right? And yeah. he is in jail for practicing polygamy. Or is he dead? No, he's in jail. He's in jail. Okay, still. so the dad is dead, right? Yeah, the dad died. Yeah. Well, the dad died like before Warren Jeffs. He gave Warren gotcha. Jeffs the mantle. Uh, okay, so what's the town name? It's two towns. It's Hilldale and Colorado City, and they're on each side of the Utah-Arizona border. Gotcha. And so you went there to uh, shop the uh, our e-dating site? Yeah, I went. I went. I was like, you all know what you need? <laughs> strange wives. <laughs> You're going to give them some beta test. <laughs> E-strange. <laughs> well, so I, it was kind of like on the route, because I also went and saw like the Dinosaur Tracks Memorial, or it's got like all the dinosaur tracks in the ground. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm like, oh, this is only half an hour away. Let's go check it out. And it was a weird, depressed town is what it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I think they just completely live on government subsidies and, you know. Yes. Yeah. Th- that was the model. But then after the kind of the church kind of collapsed, uh, there's still some people left, but there's not much. So it's a ghost town with living ghosts. Yes. It's kind of crazy that all the houses have these like like these eight foot concrete walls in front of them. Wow, interesting. Yeah, was there a Mormon temple there or something? I didn't see one. There was a big looked like it was a former church that was empty that was oh, abandoned. Wow. wow, how crazy is that, man? Yeah, I did though. I did. They have on the by the freeway. It looks like it was built recently. There's this grocery store, so I went and bought booze, coffee, and took a dump. Nice, nice. So all the things Jesus did not do. <laughs> He did not approve. <laughs> now, what have you been up to? You're in Nebraska. Uh, I am. Hold on. But before we get into me, oh. uh, you sent me a picture yesterday of uh, <laughs> a s- social protester um, sort of singing a song in front of police officers was the picture. It was a person playing guitar in front of police officers. So he wasn't a protester. He was booked on the stage. Uh-huh. He's, been, he's booked on the stage all week. His name is Ed Cabote, uh, and he's a Native American singer. But all the uh-huh. songs are like social, and he has these introductions. So he like one, he's like, yeah, um, he's like, I got arrested, so I'm performing in Coconino County. 
And he's uh-huh. like, I got arrested in Coconino County because um, I had a joint. And but because I had rolling papers, they charged me with intent to distribute because I had like 20 vessels for this marijuana. Uh-huh. <laughs> and That's yeah. And so he goes on this rant about how the cops are racist and he sings a song about how the sheriff and right next to the stage is the sheriff's department booth. So all the sheriffs come up and they're all just standing there with like their arms crossed, glaring. At oh, this like guy. they're gonna intimidate this dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, it was it was amazing. Stare you down so you stop singing this song. It was amazing, and he plays it, and they're they're glaring, and then his next one. So he's like, you know, here's what they do because he's like, I got out on bail. Um, oh, he's like, it took me days to get out on bail. Only white guy was out by midnight in in the yeah. jail. But then he he goes, oh, he's like, here's how they get us is once you get out on bail, they give you the little tracker and you can't leave like 10 miles from the courthouse. And the reservation where they all live is 11 miles. That's that's ridiculous, dude. So they don't let them go home. And the reason they don't is, of course, they have no jurisdiction. Gotcha. Once they go home. Uh-huh. So anyone else could go home, but these guys can't. Yeah. So what so do they super- do? So he, he had to like bum around the the Flagstaff. So, so crazy. Yeah. Well, good for him, man. I got mad props, you know? Yeah, well, here's the other thing. I'm like, afterwards, I'm like, dude, you got balls. I showed him the picture. He's like, I didn't even notice them. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, maybe I should think about this more clearly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to the stories, man. All right, let's do it. Now for some weird news. This story comes from the Huffington Post.com. That's a news source more reliable than a milkshake at McDonald's actually containing milk. You don't think it does? What do you think it is? So a lot of times lactate creation. (laughs) It's 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 lactate substitute number four. (laughs) It does have a lot of shake though. That's a lot where the people put their leftover weed inside it. Oh really? Yeah. The weed, the weed shake is just the, you don't even need the word shake in it. It's just <laughs> it's, weed. It's just weed. So milk what do you weed? think it is? If you don't think it's if it's milk, what is it? Well, I, it's like a weird. What do they call it? Like mucus? yeah, it's like iced lactose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't melt like it should. I think it's all they liquefied all the food that no one eats. <laughs> they just flavor it with like chocolate. I think milk is an acronym. It stands for mucus, ice, lard, and kale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they needed to put something in there to to add some vegetables in it. So they're like, uh, let's throw some kale. The kale really offsets the mucus. Yeah, they complement each other. It's like putting uh, oil on a salad and then with a little bit of salt. <laughs> All right, so this story goes, what the heck is Grimace anyway? McDonald's manager's answer has people shook. I don't think there's any news that came out of McDonald's that would have me shook. Hey, guess what? A Big Mac is actually people. I'd be like, 
Sounds about right. Yeah, that makes sense. Not surprising. <laughs> Does that not one, shake me one, one bit. bit. <laughs> uh, the manager of a McDonald's franchise in Canada has revealed the story behind Grimace, the purple pal of longtime mascot Ronald McDonald, and it's left a lot of people very confused. So the big story is McDonald's still have managers? I mean, it seems like what's going on is fast food Thunderdome there. Yeah, right? I think our last episode of the podcast, we or two episodes ago, we did a story about a guy who was doing illegal tattoos in the back of a McDonald's. <laughs> no, that was a Patreon episode. Oh, that was a Patreon. You got to get on yeah. the Patreon. So he <laughs> got arrested for he was tattooing. I think it was a kid in a McDonald's. <laughs> yes. What happened and, to me? He was like a little grimace. <laughs> yes. And then B, uh, here's the other thing. They're like, Ronald McDonald has quietly disappeared. So, like, where is he? Like, what did yeah. he do? I don't know. Like, it's I'm sort of shocked that they even still have like these mascots. You know, I didn't I didn't think that was still a thing. I don't I haven't been to McDonald's in 20 years, but I would assume they would have, you know, gotten rid of the creepy clown and a dude who steals shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, you love your Carl's Jr. though. Do they have a I mascot? Do. Uh, they got a star. Okay. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I've been there twice. <laughs> been there two times. And I do love it. And I don't know. Okay. Uh, anyway, so Brian Bates, who has worked for the chain for 10 years, casually dropped it into an interview with CBC News over the weekend. No one has ever casually dropped anything in a McDonald's. If you drop something, you do it angrily, and then you immediately fiery demand for a replacement. Yeah, I, what's weird is that it's like this guy's only worked there for 10 years. McDonald's been around for what, like 80 years? And so who's this guy to be dropping who Grimace is, right? He's been there a decade. That's actually the, the employee that's been there the longest. <laughs> the long year. <laughs> They're going to instantly uh, promote him to CEO. Yeah. He, he, but, but he, he, well, he's not CEO, but in seniority, he actually can, makes more <laughs> than the CEO. All right, are you ready to find out what it is, Louie? I am. I am. I'm on the Grimace edge of my seat. Is an enormous taste bud, but a taste bud nonetheless. Bates told the network in an unofficial explanation, adding that the character was meant to show that the food tastes good. All right, I can buy that. Uh, well, if I love how it was, he's there to prove that the food tastes good. But if he was, if his taste buds was accurate, he would not be eating at McDonald's <laughs> at all, right? Yeah. He's the shittiest taste bud. <laughs> he is, he is. Except for that time, Erica was craving the hash browns. <laughs> oh yeah, I did go to a McDonald's. Uh, McDonald's has been usually tight-lipped about the purple creature's origins over the years. The closest it had come to providing an explanation was a few variations of this tweet which is which it has sent out from time to time in response to inquisitive customers this is from mcdonald's twitter it says great question laura says he is the embodiment of a milkshake or a taste bud what do you think is so they- that's kind of their official explanation he's either a milkshake or a taste bud they gave us two options yeah. He has arms, so clearly. So he's not a milkshake. I think they just like were starting a mas- mascot of maybe like a grape or something. And then it like got sort of like water fell on it and got all sort of warped and sort of. And they're yeah. like, okay, he's a, it's a taste bud. He was created to promote the grape Mac. Right? It's, well, it's weird. It's like, why would you have a 
two things like a, a two mascots that are people and then all of a sudden you're just like doing internal organs and, and like skin but then they threw in like the fry guys i'm like are they do they eat fries because i think they did or are they made out of fries in either case that's super weird like this like this is uh the the colon mascot <laughs> This is the angry, angry Cullen after you eat. (laughs) Exactly, right? This is the diarrhea mascot. Yeah, Grimace, who was actually a villain early on, doesn't resemble a milkshake, but he does kind of look like he may have been inspired by images of taste buds. And then they have a picture of purple taste buds. And I, uh, I can see under that. a microscope, and yeah, they do look very similar. I can see the eyes and the sort of mouth and the. But I would think that we didn't have these microscopic pictures in 1970 when they invented. Yeah. Comments. Right, and then there's a bunch of uh, other funny comments from Twitter, like uh, my entire worldview has been upended. I mean, I never knew what the hell Grimace was, but I didn't think it was this. Or when you shake Grimace's hand, he can taste you. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't look into my soul. He tasted into my soul. This explanation is the metachlorians of the fast food extended universe. That was tight. That was a nice one. Uh, yeah. What do you think about this, Louie? Does it shake your world? No, it actually gives my world more foundation. Oh, really? You're like, <laughs> I, can, I can operate, I can navigate this world a little bit more easily knowing that what exactly Grimace is. This is like the part in the movie A Beautiful Mind when, when the dude realizes he's crazy. Like that. Oh, <laughs> wow. Why did it ruin it for me? That was in my Netflix queue for this week. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah, I think I wish I didn't know that about him. I think I would have been better if it was just a mystery or a shake. I don't want to know he's a taste, but that's fucking gross, man. <laughs> like, I don't want to touch that. I don't want my kid sitting on his lap. I don't think you could sit on his lap. He oh, was, you can't? He was okay. like pear-shaped. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. He's so not a word. I'm, I'm glad you okay, had that right, concern. Okay, all right, <laughs> well, we, we got past that real quick. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's super creepy. I think the McDonald's, I think the clown is super creepy. I just think it's all a little silly, and I don't think they need to do that, let alone some, like, you know, manager of a small chain on, you know, outside of Toronto, you know? Yeah. Of course, it's the international McDonald's dropping the stuff. Right. American, you know, we <laughs> loose lips sink ships, bro. <laughs> All right, I like it. Yep. This story comes from news.sky.com. That's a news source more reliable than C-3PO action figures inspiring a generation of kids to become robots. You don't think so? You don't think he had some sort of influence on the robot dance or like... uh... Do you know how many times I played with my C-3PO doll as a kid and I'm like, you know what I want to become when I grow up? Robot. Yeah, dude. He speaks like five billion languages and like knows stats for everything dude he would be amazing at bar trivia night oh yeah he would crush it <laughs> all right does he count as like using your phone though like you no, use not, 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 one bit. not one bit he's your dreams you know he's your homie 
he is the droid I'm looking for. He's part of the pie. He's the entourage. All right. Anyway, so Barbie creates doll of vaccine scientist Professor Sarah Gilbert in hope of inspiring girls to get into STEM careers. We all know a generation of Barbie dolls that just hang out at the beach all day did not inspire a generation of kids to just hang out at the beach all day. Yeah, it's a little presumptuous to think that the doll that they're going to play with is making them want to be the that the thing that that doll does. Yeah, yeah. Right. My Barbie's a skank. Well. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe that that was the case. Maybe we, we just got, uh, you know, had higher class Barbies. I think, you know, we would have been better off. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so Barbie has created a doll of one of the scientists that helped create the Oxford COVID-19 vaccine in the hope of inspiring girls to get into science, technology, engineering, or math careers. Oxford vaccine? <laughs> we don't yeah. have the Oxford vaccine. Like, I haven't heard about that one. At least make her Pfizer or like something good. <laughs> make her she, – she, they should make one of the person who created the horse dewormer. Yeah, yeah, right? Absolutely. That one would have a long mullet that you can, uh, you know, comb. <laughs> could have different Trump T-shirts you can put on it. Yeah, you know, you, she, instead of Ken, she has Joe Rogan. Exactly right, uh, Professor Dame Sarah Gilbert. I don't know if that's her first name or if they're like that's a title, Professor Dame. I don't know, but it seems like that girl from Roseanne has done really well for herself. Oh yeah, that's her name, right? Yeah. She she's like Maya Bialik, who's also like a neuroscientist. She's like, not only am I the nerdy girl from Roseanne, I'm also I also invented the Oxford COVID vaccine, and I host yeah, right? Penn and Teller's Fool Us on the side. How rad would that be? Professor Dame Sarah Gilbert has been honored as a Barbie role model for her work at the University of Oxford and for her role as project leader in the creation of the COVID-19 vaccine, which is now in use in many countries around the world. So this is on skynews.com, which is a English. British. Yeah, it's yeah. British. So they have quite the view where they're like, they created the Oxford. This is the only one that, that, that's in the world. Moderna does not exist. Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you might as well just bang your head against a wall if you're taking yeah, that. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that uh, this was an actual vaccine. I that you know if they're saying where it's being used around the world, it's like Lithuania, uh, <laughs> Georgia, <laughs> yeah, right, Luxembourg, the Sudan, <laughs> all around the world. Yes, Antarctica. <laughs> they love it down there. It's huge. <laughs> Professor Gilbert said, I am passionate about inspiring the next generation of girls into STEM careers and hope that children who see my Barbie will realize how vital careers in science are to help the world around us. So how do you play with a scientist doll? Does she just like look at charts all day? <laughs> yeah, it comes with a little, you know, microscope and you can put little things in there and figure out that Grimace is a taste bud. <laughs> She cracked it. They she need to, cracked the code. They need to make a Barbie doll of that that store manager, that McDonald's manager. <laughs> That's what I want to buy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you they have charts. You know, they got to write papers. Like <laughs> writing out little papers. She has to do some predatory medical billing. <laughs> Uh, my wish is that my doll will show children careers they may not be aware of, like a vaccinologist. Is that I saying that right? Vaccinologist? I don't even know. I see all those letters, but I don't. <laughs> I think it's vaccinologist. All right. Along with Professor Gilbert, Barbie is also honoring five other women who have worked during the pandemic. They are 
The first one is hey, emerging. So it says they are, and then this particular article gives us like nine ads before we can figure out who they are. But it says uh, these are the, the the scientists or people who have been working around the pandemic that they're making dolls of. The first one is emergency room nurse Amy O'Sullivan, who treated the first COVID-19 patient at the Wyckoff Hospital in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. The second one is Dr. Audrey Cruz, a frontline worker from Las Vegas, who joined forces with other American physicians to fight racial bias and discrimination. Okay, yeah, because that is huge in coming up with a cure for COVID. This is important. <laughs> okay. Dr. Shika Stacy Oruwa, a psychiatry resident at the University of Toronto, Canada, who advocated against systemic racism in healthcare. Uh, so maybe these didn't come out during the pandemic. Maybe these are just particular. Oh, no. Uh, so I just reread what they were for. Who, there's the people who have worked during the pandemic. So, you know, they, they should have one honoring, like, the guy working the grocery store during the pandemic. <laughs> Gas station guy. Such a, the, po- the podcaster. Yeah. Which the we one were man band. <laughs> one man band going down the, sort of yeah. the streets entertaining the residents of the neighborhood exactly <laughs> all right so i'm gonna skip all these barbie is also making a donation to professor gilbert's chosen organization women in science and engineering which runs an outreach resource created to inspire girls to consider a career in stem stem is science technology engineering and math uh-huh. but in the united states now they're pushing stream which is science technology reading engineering arts and math which is just like everything they're like yeah like how how can we take this very narrow thing and just throw everything into this bad well, boy the states we're just going to throw you know a bunch of shit at the wall and hopefully someone will come out reading or um, doing math we want we, we want to encourage kids to do something <laughs> yeah right in the uk previous barbie role models include broadcaster clara Amfo, the fattest fastest woman in British <laughs> history <laughs> very polar opposites when you said the fattest woman i mean fastest oh, did i say the fastest woman in british history i don't think barbie would make the fattest woman in history that, that's a barbie doll i think would be cool uh let's see here uh champion skateboarder sky brown and model and activist adwa abdua and boxer nicola adams are all barbies that they have created um so yeah what do you think about that i mean i think it's i, I like that they're honoring people who do cool stuff absolutely for the, for the world. i think it's kind of bs that they're like oh we're doing this to inspire a generation of kids i think that's a little bit bs barbie's the same company that put out the doll that said i'm hard. math is hard oh really yeah it is hard i mean that's <laughs> true i mean i think she's a true speaker <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the Barbies that they release. <laughs> when you when you pull the string on on the uh, on the Sarah Gilbert one, it goes anti vaxxers are a holes. <laughs> yeah, right. That would be rad. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm looking, I wonder if they, you know, because they still look like the Barbies themselves that they created for these women. They still look like they might follow the quintessential. Uh, historical Barbie body type. Yeah. I wonder if that played a role in their decision making. They're like, well, actually, there was like one other woman, but she had a big mole and a hair coming out. And- <laughs> we, we don't have a mold for that. <laughs> yeah, we just, you know, it won't sell. It won't sell. <laughs> I do like how one lady, if you look at the pictures of them on the, on the far right, who looks like um, a nurse, I think. Uh, like an ER nurse, she's all tatted up. She's got like a sleeve. Yeah, and like she's definitely like living in Portland. Yeah, <laughs> she's got like the the silly socks. Yeah, she's got the silly socks. Uh, she's wearing like Converse. <laughs> she's got her headphones in. She's listening to like Modest Mouse. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> you have all these scientists working in the pandemic. They're all shoulder to shoulder, none wearing masks. Yeah, that's true. Well, what, there is one mask around the one woman, and then there is like the sort of uh, bandana uh, handkerchief, the bandana mask. And she also has a mask under on her right hip. So she's doubling the masks. But no one, no one's wearing them, though. No one's wearing them. Yeah. Just saying this Barbie group is a super spreader. Well, yeah, well, I'm just saying that these Barbies in this picture are not social distancing. No, these Barbies in the picture are going to inspire a generation of kids to, to, to share COVID. <laughs> All right. I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to help support our program, you can do so by contributing through Patreon. That's right. Go to the Odd and Offbeat site, hit the Patreon link, and for as little as a few bucks a day, you can get postcards from the road or from the county jail at the Coconino when I'm arrested <laughs> for being brown next to Ed. <laughs> I guess you either want to have solidarity or be like, I don't know that guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, where can the fine people see you this week, Louie? This week, you can catch me from the 9th to the 12th at the um, Yavapai County Fair in Prescott, Arizona. However, on the 7th and the 8th, I'll be bumming around Phoenix. If you want to catch a Diamondbacks game with me, hit me up. We'll go, uh, oh, go see a game. I'm jealous. They are the worst team in baseball, just so you know. But that's you will be able to get tickets, that's for sure. <laughs> yes. I'm actually amazed. I was looking. They're $19. I'm like, where are my $4 tickets? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, $19 is pretty good. It's a nice ballpark. I've seen a game there. It's great. Well, near the ballpark is like the only Taco Bell in the country that serves margaritas. Oh, yeah. I've been there. It's nice. Yeah, I have too. It's, yeah. Uh, so where can they catch you, Matt? I can be seen at the Eastern Idaho State Fair in Blackfoot, Idaho from the 8th to the 11th. And then uh, find me driving home to my house for a couple days. Um, I'm very excited about getting off the road for even two days. Nice, yeah. nice. They can, get, they can catch you at, at the rest stop. <laughs> pretty, can... much, pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Eastern Idaho State Fair, it's a pretty cool fair in Blackfoot, which is a town that has like two stoplights, but it's this massive fair. Um, uh -huh. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I think, uh, what's the band that's playing? Uh, Third Eye Blind is going to be playing. Oh, I'm man. Gonna, Hop excited. in the time machine. Oh, man, it's going to be epic. <laughs> I hope they just play that that one hit over and over. Yeah, and over. Uh, jumper. Or... No, it was uh, do 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 Yep, or if you've got Matt's number while he's driving, hit him up and he'll scat for you on the phone. On demand. <laughs> on demand scats. We should add Matt scatting as a ringtone for our Patreon subscribers. I will do it. I will do it. If anybody wants it, let me know. All right. Well, thanks for listening, folks. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird.